this is really horrible, but they actually don't care. They will turn up and they will go, yeah, I'm here to get my 100 bucks an hour, 50 bucks an hour, whatever I'm getting paid. And at the end of the day, I palm off the, the work and I just go, thanks for the money. And I don't have to edit this. I don't really care. Or it's not my wedding. I don't really care. And that's a horrible, horrible position to be in. And if the couple knew that these people were saying that, like imagine how much that affects the vibe on the day and imagine how much that ruins the client experience on the day if i was getting married and i was in that position and i heard someone say that about my wedding i'd just be like shell-shocked hello and welcome to the make it epic wedding podcast where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you we're your hosts tim and matt a photographer and videographer in the industry tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings how to make it fun stress-free and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding Hello and welcome to another episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You're here with Tim and Matt and what a glorious day it is. How are you, Matt? G'day, mate. I am doing pretty good for a Tuesday evening. Cannot complain when we are recording this um, and whenever you're listening to it. I hope you guys are having a bloody good day today because me and Tim have had a pretty productive one and now we're recording an episode, so we are pumped. Mate, Vibes are high, energy is high, it has been great. Start of the wedding season, I just got back from a bit of a uh, family holiday up the coast in Foster. I don't think like people realize like how much like a, just a break from, you know, almost complete chaos and break from like normal tasks and everyday life, uh, life doings um, and just getting out there and just enjoying the company of your family and doing nothing which is pretty cool. We, we don't usually do nothing. Like we, you know, hired a boat, did some boating, did some fishing, cooked some food, ate some food. It was freaking phenomenal, man. What happened with your boat? Oh, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just asking for a friend. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, we hired a boat. It was pretty It was pretty cool. The guy seen, because I had my camera and my drone, he's like, oh, do you like take photos and videos? I'm like, oh, yeah yeah like i'm a bit of a creative and he's like oh do you mind taking some um you know some shots and some videos of the place and i'll um i'll upgrade your boat for you i'm like yeah for sure that's fine so flew the drone got some uh, marketing content for him showed him he's like oh man this is like this is so good he's like take the big boat like i haven't i haven't used it in a couple of weeks you know the season's just starting but it's a much bigger boat for like for your family and i'm like I'm not going to say no to that. Let's jump in. <laughs> Did some fishing. My daughters caught their first fish and that was absolutely phenomenal. Like it's so good just like seeing like their their first of things. Um, I had one daughter, my oldest, she was so excited. And then my youngest, that was like running to the other side of the boat because she was scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the polar opposite. <laughs> But um, yeah, the boat broke down, and that's where the story. The moral ends. of the story is the, the boat, boat broke down. down. Yeah, and uh, Tim sent a video to some people, and it was quite. Mate, we were stuck out there for like an hour, and it was so windy. It was so windy, <laughs> like it was. Yeah, like my wife was so cold, like just trying to cuddle the girls. And we rang the dude, and he's like, "Oh, I can't leave this shop, but I'm gonna ring my mechanic and get my mechanics to come out here." And I'm like, oh man! Like, so um, while we're just drifting, <laughs> oh, I ain't gonna. I was near near the near the oyster rack. If uh, people know where that is, but yeah, look, it was good fun. Um, 
other than that, um, but yeah, I ended up getting the boat started, got back there. He uh, he gave it to me for free, so I didn't have to pay for it. Um, so well, that was a plus. Um, and <laughs> you then, just got to do four hours of editing and give him some footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. But yeah, look, it was uh, it was a good weekend away. Definitely, what I needed to to recharge the batteries, and it's you know, it's it's things like that that make you realize you know why you need to just switch off, like get out in nature and get away from you know the constant you know chaos and social media and the dings and notifications and um yeah man, like I'm I'm coming into this week with so much to do, but you know like my cup's full, energy is high, yeah, I'm pumped, man. Good. And I suppose you can, uh, regardless if you're a creative listening or if you were a couple, it's still probably something you can take out of that uh, little spiel that Tim went on there, which is, you know, I'm excited for you, mate. I'm glad you got away and it looked like a good time. And um, it's always good to recharge batteries because the end of this year is going to be wild. Um, But it probably leads into, I guess, what the heck are we talking about today? Because uh, maybe a little bit different. We haven't done one of these for a little while where it's just a bit of a general chit chat, I suppose. And me and you just catching up and having a chat about what is on our mind uh, this week, uh, which is always interesting. And who knows where that's going to go because we actually have not really taken any notes for this one. So, um, but I feel like probably starting off, like probably just leading off from where you, I guess, finish your chat about your uh, holiday you went on. Like, Maybe let's just dive into, you know, burnout, what that looks like. It's a pretty big, um, I guess, a bit of a trigger word for some people. Um, Some people think that burnout is not a thing. Other people get burnt out quite easily. Um, And maybe let's just talk about how we manage it on a day-to-day basis. Burnout is, it can be a bit of a trigger word, but everyone has a different threshold to burnout, right? Like I definitely have my own experiences of of burnout um, and, you know, like, everyone everyone will experience burnout at some point like and especially as a as a business owner i think you're you're more receptive to really like feel the constraints um and especially as a you know as a, as a wedding vendor as well like and any event industry we tend to hold ourselves to a very you know high esteem to produce like a and perform to a very high standard and i know like for for me like it's i need to like you know manage my energy like you know not take on so many like not take on like weddings that i can't um you know perform to my like the best ability that i can and there was a point man where i you know probably about two years ago now like where i reached burnout and it it wasn't just work it was like other factors like in family and life but you know burnout is a combination of like everything within your life that affects you like as a as a person and everyone has a different threshold to it now i don't know for, for me i've I'm, I'm definitely aware of what i need to do within my week and i would say i'm pretty like i'm pretty productive and i'm quite efficient but i'm also good at saying no to the things that i don't need to do um and I'm good at saying yes to what's actually going to move the needle forward. So, but that's, I think that just happens with time. How about yourself, mate? Yeah, I feel like, you know, as a business owner, because obviously we are the ones running our business, we have, I don't know, this like thought in our brain that we have to work and work and work and work and work and work and work until we no longer can work anymore. And we will find out what burnout is once we hit that I can no longer work anymore level um and yeah that's definitely different for everybody and i think last year for most people in the wedding industry um as you all know if you've 
been planning your wedding for a little while, you know that 2022 was probably one of the most wild years in the wedding world ever and probably ever will be. And you know, everyone's still coming off the back of that. There's plenty of people that we um, have chatted to. So if you didn't know and you're a vendor out there, we have a Facebook page that we um, throw some ideas up on uh, sporadically. And you know, we uh, try and make sure that we've especially lately being a bit more consistent with that. And we asked a question the other week about, you know, burnout and how people tackle it. And there was plenty of people jumping on there saying that they're burnt out already this year. And I, you know what, I feel like the first step in being burnt out is probably to admit that you're being burnt out, to be honest, you know, and it's not easy to do. It's not easy to be vulnerable. And if you're out there listening and you're a couple and you're planning your wedding, you're probably burnt out too from planning your wedding because you've got your day-to-day job and then you've got your wedding that you're planning as well. Like that's a big task. Um, So, you know, hopefully some of the stuff we're talking about at the moment, you can resonate with. Uh, For me personally and what I do, um, and my wife has been on my back like something fierce (laughs) lately um, about some of this stuff is like trying to take the majority of Sunday off. And when I say the majority, I like to send sneak peeks out from a Saturday wedding on a Sunday morning. So I try and get them done. Once I've sent that sneak peek out, um, I get off the computer and I don't go back on until Tuesday morning. So I've been trying to have majority of Sunday off and all of Monday off. I find it a lot easier to have the whole of Monday off than like, part of Sunday and then, you know, uh, like, I don't know, I just struggle with that part situation. I feel like once I'm in my office, I want to stay there, um, but it's not great. Now I've got a kid as well and things like that. So yeah, I definitely think that having a, a day and a half, you know, nearly two days off has been, uh, it's been nice, you know, and I'm really, really enjoying it. It's just a different headspace that I've got to get myself yeah. into. So it puts some things into clarity, right? Because like, you've got to think about it when you are consistently, just say you're consistently working and working and working you're saying yes to work, but you're also saying no to other things within your life. And that could be going out with friends, building relationships, you know, enhancing relationships, spending time with family. And I think it's only when you reach like a point of failure do you do you then take appreciation for, for those things. And, you know, like maybe we'll save this conversation for another day, but like I definitely learned the importance of, you know, maintaining energy you know, not just in a wedding season, but, you know, throughout my life. And like, there's certain things that, you know, I need to do to, you know, keep my, keep my energy high. And I think already I'm a pretty like energetic, uh, energetic person. <laughs> I feel like we both are. That's probably why yeah. we rub, on each, rub off on each other a little bit. And we, uh, we really, I don't know, we motivate each other a little bit too, which I think that helps. And I, and I, th- I think having someone, someone that motivates you in your life is someone, you know, that's great to have. Yeah. Like someone that you work with or yeah. Yeah, I think we, we've definitely pushed each other creatively. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's- In, in a lot yeah, of ways, at, at really. Minute, <laughs> at a minute, man. Like, yeah, we, we definitely have pushed each other. And that could be, you know, like there, there's merit in finding a buddy. And obviously, you know, like we're, you know, we are both creatives, you know, that offer a service in the same industry. So we, we've been able to like work together, push each other in different areas, like within our businesses and- you know, I feel like if you can find someone that can, you know, hold you accountable because, you know, you critique my films, I try to critique your fo- <laughs> your photos <laughs> and it helps like elevate, you know, us to like even further enhance like our client experience. So that it's been very good in, in that regard. And, you know, I feel like that's that has helped with, you know, managing our energy as well because like doing it alone, you're like, oh man, like, is this the right thing? Like, you know, is it imposter syndrome? Like, am I doubting myself? Yeah. Am I doubting my ability as a creative to provide a service? You know, am I good enough to be, to do this full time? 
you end up almost becoming a recluse because you are like you're it's a lonely world you work by yourself you shoot on the weekend with you and like you know for me i'm pretty extroverted so i get out there and i get i get really excited all extroverted energy comes out of me and then i come home and i'm like still on a high from it and i'm sitting in my office and <laughs> there's no one else to talk to yeah. um so you know like it definitely is great to have you know someone like you that like i can chat ideas through with and things like that and it's a common trait in the wedding industry that people are, um, I suppose, a little bit lonely and things like that. So, you know, like that's why we did create the Facebook page, the Facebook community to try and allow people to jump on there and allow people to voice, you know, whatever's going on with them at the time. And yes, it's not easy to be vulnerable on these pages and it's not easy to say uh, a post or jump on there or say something and ask a question. But for us, I think it's really been, it's, it's been a great little thing that we've been doing and we're, uh, we're definitely keen to continue to grow that community. So I suppose if you're out there, you're listening, uh, and you're like, what is this community you'll speak of? We might leave it in the show notes this week or send us a DM on Instagram and we will link you uh, to that. Um, and that's for wedding vendors only. Um, but I don't know about you. I'm just trying to link, like I'm trying to link this back because if you're a couple out there and you're listening to this and you're like, all right, they're talking about burnout and they're talking about having a buddy to like, you know, be motivated and continue on and doing things like when it comes to planning or making, you know, your wedding amazing or just like chatting stuff through. I don't know about you, but do you find like, when other uh, like, you know, I guess couples have friends or cousins or family members that are either being married recently or getting married at the moment sort of thing in the sa- in a similar process, like how much easier does it make it for them? Oh man, like it's, it's an interesting world. Like when, as soon as you're engaged, right? Like you open your, cause you've never necessarily like thought about that experience or been involved in, you know, like I'm engaged, I've got to plan a wedding. You don't really think about that until it happens and then you dive deep into this world and then you see that it is a big world with so many so many options there is so many variables to like how you plan a wedding and it, it is overwhelming and we've we've mentioned that you know like many many a times <laughs> hundreds <podcast>. of times <laughs> <laughs> but you know like and it's why we started like this podcast because we you know we love to not only like share our experiences, but to also like showcase the, you know, as we mentioned today, like the, the power of community as well. And, you know, when you're entering into a world of wedding planning, you want a sense of familiarity. You want a sense of, you know, of comfort. And you're going to look for people who have been married before. You're going to look for uh, advice from sources that you- Maybe this podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe this podcast. And- You'll start to see, depending on how deep your research goes, is that there are so many varying opinions. And, yeah. you know, this is why it's, it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. Um, and it's why, you know, we talk about find, like, find the things that are important to you. Find the things that make you unique and include that, like, in your wedding. Choose vendors that align, you know, with your vision, your values. Can be pretty simple, but amongst the noise, like, it's a very diluted message. Yeah, I feel like there's always these people out there that are uh, struggling to decide whether they want to do a first dance, even though they don't dance. Or do I have to cut a first? I don't. Do I have to cut a cake? Do I? Because oh, I don't really like cake. Or you know, like all of these things. And you know, it all comes back to the fact that like 
it can be uh, a noisy situation, like Tim was just saying, and there's a lot of talk from family and friends and um, they're all giving you their two cents. And, you know, uh, when it comes to this, like find someone that, um, you know, if there, if you have a friend that is planning their wedding also, because typically we all seem to go through similar life stages to our friends, um, especially when it comes to like, you know, um, getting married and things like that. Like if you can buddy up with somebody or someone who is a keen planner who like really understands you, I think, some of that stuff will really help motivate you, push you along, and you'll make smart decisions because you can chat it through with them. Um, and like that's been a massive benefit for me and Tim. And we never thought that like you know doing starting the podcast a year ago, we would have been in this position where we're like, wow, like not only has the podcast been super rewarding, but like you know between us, like our friendships grown, and we've also grown in our business because of each other too. So it's a pretty uh, you know when we sit back and talk about all of that, it's getting a bit deep there, mate. But. Uh, <laughs> It's, um, this, is, this is the deepest we've gone. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's pretty cool. I I like it. You know, this is what happens when we don't write a piece of paper down. We start getting all notebooky on each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I, I'd like to add that, like, when you know, like, when you are engaged and you do start planning a wedding, you start to like see like the variability amongst like vendors as well. Maybe we need to do a podcast on how to choose the right vendor for you. I don't know. Um, you know, we mentioned we mentioned it in the personality yeah, uh, like episode, say, yeah. but mm. you know, it's there is so like there is I don't know how many weddings are there a year. Like it's it's a crazy silly amount. amount. I, like, that's, I think crazy. the fig, the figure last year was like the most I've ever had, and I it was like I don't even I can't even put a number on it. But I know I shot a lot, so if I shot a lot, then there was a bloody lot of weddings last I have, year. I have a fe- I have a feeling it's it's around the 300,000 mark. How many in weddings were? <laughs> There in 2022. All right, TikTok, 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 TikTok. In Australia, there's on average each year there's about ninety thousand weddings. That can't be right. There needs to be way more than that. Anyway, so that's what they're saying. The average number is apparently is ninety thousand. You know, I feel like last year there was a lot more. That's for sure. Matt, do you know how we rave on about client experience a little? And do you want to know the golden nuggets behind my client delivery system? Uh, Not really, but anyway, I know you're going to tell me, so shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, mate. But uh, you know we're all about leveling up our client experience. And if you're still delivering wedding films to your couples with Google Drive or Dropbox, then you really aren't giving them the best experience, are you? And this is why I use Vidflow. It's a pay-per-use online platform that allows you to deliver on-brand websites with your very own domain for each of your clients while still being incredibly affordable and Vidflow is accessible on mobile desktop and my absolute favorite feature is the fact that it links to your smart tv so your couples can watch their wedding film on their own big screen and with all that effort that you put into your film you really want to ensure your couples can have the best experience possible so use our code make it epic 20 for 20 percent off your Vidflow yearly premium membership Yeah, but but you think about that. There is, you know, 90,000 weddings potentially, probably a lot more than that. But, you know, d- divide that by, you know, 365 days or even 52, um, like taking account the weekends. Like think of the amount of like vendors that need to be in business to be able to cater for those weddings. And think about not just the business itself because it's not just a service. There are 
people and especially in the creative field if you're looking for you know photography that has a certain style but you're also looking for videography that has a certain style or elements and you know if you're looking for a deeper connection with your vendors you know that cuts the pool quite down considerably and you know like every business owner will have an ideal client they'll have an ideal market and you know like for us um, our visions and values are quite aligned with our ideal couples and you know it's it's couples that really you know want to build a connection and that prioritize like moments that prioritize you know authentic moments within their day want to have fun the good vibes you know exactly all yeah, that goodness. exactly Exactly. Because you know what was crazy, man? The other day I heard, uh, I'm not going to mention names or anything or um, business, but a wedding wedding business has gone into voluntary administration and there is potentially like three to 400 couples that, you know, have now been left without a, you know, a, a service for, for their wedding. It's, it's, it's wild, hey? Like, and it's probably not like, unfortunately, the way that the world's going, it's probably not going to be the only business that's going to be doing this do you know what i mean like it's it's crazy to think about that and it's 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 nerve-wracking if you're a couple and you're planning your wedding like that is a nervous thing that for me to say to you do you know what i mean is that like you know there are going to be businesses out there that are going to be probably in a similar position to this business and i feel like this is potentially a bit of a spicy topic but it comes very, back to the very. it comes back to the fact that I I personally think that like some of these businesses, if you're looking at them and you can't see who owns this business, if you can't see their face on their website, if you can't see that they're going to be the person showing up on the day of your wedding, think twice about who you're booking because you don't know who it is that is behind that business. You don't know what you're receiving. And a lot of the businesses I feel like that do go under are businesses that are trying to feed the masses. Yeah, like it, it is a saucy topic. But Was that cryptic is... enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> like there, there's vo- there is volume brands, right? And, you know, there's different business models. So let, let's just talk about photography as a broad one, right? Like there is photographers that are a soulless business operator, right? Um, like yourself, you are a solo, solo business owner. You said soulless, like as if I was like, had no soul, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't really have soul, to be honest. You're a bit of an a-hole. <laughs> but, um, you know, like you're, you're, you are a solo entrepreneur. You're a, a solo business owner. So, you know, when someone books you for their wedding, it is you rocking up, you know, like you are in charge of that service delivery. But there are businesses on the other end of the scale that are a volume brand and it is a business model where they do potentially you know 100 200 300 weddings a year but there's no personal connection you book you book a service and you get a service there's no individual storytelling involved it's a an operator that comes to the day takes the photos leaves and then you get the photos back there's no sense of personalization there's no sense of you know building a connection i think that's that's the opposite of of what we are but there are some people that's you know are on that end of the scale potentially you know those volume brands at a lower end of the market and they do cater for more of the budget weddings and that's completely fine but if that is you then you know maybe this is just a you know we, we're arming you with the information to just you know make an informed decision 
Yeah, I feel like a good, like potentially like a good analogy is like, you know, if you hire, you know, like even if it comes to like things around the house, you know, you're hiring someone and, and a guy turns up and he's on his ba- on his van, he's got a photo of his own face and he gets out of the van and you see it's Dave, I don't know, plumbing and he's got a photo of Dave on the front, right? You know that you're getting Dave because Dave is the owner. But if you go and you get, you put, you know, I don't know, the same company and it's like Dave's plumbing and a girl jumps out of the car or a young kid jumps out of the car or someone that just doesn't look like the person on the front of it, you know, like it's going to be a little bit, you're going to be a little bit hesitant as to like what you've booked and what you've got. And so like, you know, for us, like we've always said, and we probably will always say that we firmly believe that like you should be trying to book people, especially when it comes to like those high priority vendors and the vendors that realistically work solo most of the time to try and book people that actually are invested in what is going on on the day because i've worked with some videographers in the past that uh well, of, of course sub- different videographers under the bus. yeah i just had to throw it <laughs> i had to throw it back anyway but i've worked with some videographers in the past that like you know they're subcontractors and they don't really know any information about the wedding they don't realistically in the this is really horrible but they actually don't care they will turn up and they will go, yeah, I'm here to get my 100 bucks an hour, 50 bucks an hour, whatever I'm getting paid. And at the end of the day, I palm off the, the work and I just go, thanks for the money. And I don't have to edit this. I don't really care. Or it's not my wedding. I don't really care. And that's a horrible, horrible position to be in. And if the couple knew that these people were saying that, like imagine how much that affects the vibe on the day and imagine how much that ruins the client experience on the day you know like if i had if i was like if i was getting married and i was in that position and i heard someone say that about my wedding i'd just be like shell-shocked so like and i'm not saying every single company that like offers these services as like with subcontractors does this but there are a lot out there that are doing this and so coming back to you know, like this business has got into voluntary administration. Like it's terrible. And there are a lot of couples out there searching for someone to cover this person and this person's company. It's a sticky situation. It is. It is. And it's really sad. I've had multiple phone calls this week um, and, you know, a couple of meetings today actually with some of these couples and their wedding is like two, three months away. Um, You know, it, it is... It, it, it is sad and, you know, like we're not naming the business, like we don't know the circumstances around this business, uh, but unfortunately there's a lot of couples that have been left in the dark to f- try and find, you know, a um, someone to complete that service and potentially they may not find someone in the short amount of time, which is, which is super sad. And this is not to, you know, put, you know, any like ill intent on like high volume brands, but like for... I suppose I have a certain, you know, client that I prefer to work with. You have a certain client that you prefer to work with. You know, we we attract a certain persona and personality of couples um, who are also attracted to our work as well. And, you know, like our, our values are building connection. Like for me, you know, it's, it's about telling a story. I want to be able to tell a story to, you know, a couple that I actually get to know. I actually get to find out, you know, the things that do make them them. And it's, and it's the same with you as well. So in a way, it does come down to price as well. Like we, you know, we are like priced accordingly, but high volume brands are cheaper for a reason. But, you know, the couples that are really looking to build that connection are looking for those vendors, you know, that have those qualities as well. 
So, and sometimes we forget that, you know, not everyone knows exactly what we know about this industry and it, and it is pretty, it is pretty sad. So I suppose this is a call out. If you do need help, if you do need some advice, or you are stuck, send us a message. Perhaps maybe we'll do a Q&A podcast episode where we'll answer all of your questions to help you get through that process. Yeah. And I suppose if you haven't yet booked somebody and you're looking at a few different options, maybe Tim, just give us a quick little, I don't know, you've got a hot tip to how to, I don't know, like how do you sift through the crowd and pick a vendor that is a solo, maybe is like a solo operator or does have maybe multiple people working for them full time and you can... You can see that. I suppose when you are searching, like you're you're gonna be looking for their work first, right? You're gonna see their work, you know, you're going to feel some type of connection to their work. And then you're gonna move on to their website. You're gonna move on to their Instagram and you're gonna have a look at more of their work and you're gonna have a look at, you know, full galleries or full films or whatever the service is. But you're looking to see if there's actually a human behind there. And that's really like my golden nugget. Like how how personal is, you know, that that service provider? Um, and mm. is that something that you're looking for your own wedding? Do you do you want to build a connection with someone? Because like for, for me, like it's it's invaluable having someone that understands who you are and the things that really make you truly you. So they can better tell your story and provide a product that is so more suited to you that it's not a, you know, cookie cutter approach. And this is very common in, you know, in wedding films, right? Like, you know, a single song, a five minute slow-mo like video of the couple kissing. <laughs> not my <laughs> not my vibe, but like some, some people want that and that's, and that's completely fine. Um, but I, I'm not marketing myself to those clients and they're not my ideal client, which is completely fine. Um, and it's, you know, probably the same for you. Like you have a approach that you attract a client that matches who you want to attract to. Yeah. But it's, it's your personality as well. Just like I infuse who I am and my personality throughout my content, throughout my website. And you do the same and you do the same with yours. So not only, you know, when couples are looking for your work, they're not just judging your work. Like they're, they're actually connecting to you as a person. I feel like potentially for me, it's even easier because my business name is Matt Ashton Photography. And so it's it, it does become quite easy, right? But for someone like you, Tim, and like I'm using you as an example is because your business is above below visuals. If people looking at that, they're like, oh yeah, above below visuals, cool. But when you go onto Tim's website, it very clearly says, hi, I'm Tim. It shows photos of him. And so for like me, my little hot tip is like, if the website that you're going on, even if you love their work, but you cannot find anything about the person or persons behind that brand, there may be a little bit of a red flag there. And you need to probably go for a bit more of a deep dive, or at least when you inquire with them, ask the question, are you the person who owns the company or are you the person who helps run the company? Are you going to be turning up or who shows up on my wedding day? Say on very straightly, are you sending a subcontractor and who is that? Because I think at the end of the day, like I've gone through it in the past and I've thought, oh, I could offer a second or an associate photographer to go and shoot for me. And for me, it just doesn't sit right. I've, I've done it. I've yeah, tried to do it true. and I just can't do it because it's not Matt Ashton turning up to that wedding to capture that day and they're paying yeah. for me. And I but don't like, this want is, to this be is that the person. thing. Like, Matt, you, you value connection. Right. You as a person, you value relationships. You you value a deeper connection. Um, and it's and it's the same with me. When you're looking for a service, like even um like even services for us, like in relation to the podcast, like 
we look for like people that we can connect with, not just someone that can deliver a service. And, you know, we're, we're assuming that, you know, like couples that are planning a wedding are also looking for that. And, and most, I think most are, but again, it comes down to quite a lot, quite a lot of factors there, but hopefully this all, this all makes sense, right? Like what's probably a couple that's planning their wedding right now and they're, they've got 15, 20 vendors that they want for photography or videography or a florist or, you know, any other, any other service. What's, what's your what's your tips here to you know help maybe like narrow down that search and allow them to you know choose someone that's probably going to be you know a better fit for them yeah i feel like if you're looking um like we've just said then you obviously got to find the person that is going to align with you i will say just going back one step quick because i just thought about it when you said florist there are definitely services out there in the wedding industry that can't do things solo Therefore, there are going to be subcontractors or there are going to be extra staff members turning up on behalf of that company. So don't get scared off in like the big, you know, every single vendor has to be the person who owns the company. No, no, of course. Because that's not going to happen. So I just wanted to reiterate that. We're probably more focusing here on like photos and video and maybe even music. Um, You know, the things that are going to like play a lasting effect on the day and can really change the vibe of the day. You know, maybe for hair and makeup and florists, they all have similar skills and a vibe and they understand the finished product. Um, But the the product is done on the day itself where we're talking more like this is like, you know, for music, there's like you're hiring someone with a very specific voice and a very specific style. So therefore, that's why you're getting that person and you want to make sure you're getting that person. Um, Same with photo and video. I think that's really important. Important. Uh, in terms of how do you narrow down and how do you find people that I guess ultimately the reason the, the main thing for me is that you want to make sure that they align with what you want you know obviously if you've got a list of 20 people you need to sit there and go back through a multitude of work over the last six 12 months that they've done hopefully they're putting fresh content out there hopefully they're being consistent and they're showing new things and they're not just showing the same wedding or like 20 times you know or they're not just showing the same five weddings 20 times like i think for me personally i try and share a lot of content from a wide variety of weddings so that people can see my consistency so if you're not seeing consistency from a wide variety of weddings from a said vendor that's a little bit of a red flag for me that's actually a good point if they haven't posted on Instagram for two or three years, like I know Instagram's not everything, but most people these days are posting somewhere. They're sharing content somewhere. They're maybe at least updating their website. You know, they're doing something. If you are concerned, ask a question. Hey, can I see some of your recent work? You know, yeah, it's a weird thing to say. I don't think I've ever had anybody ask me that, but I make sure that I'm posting new stuff consistently so people can see what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. And like you you brought up the point of, you know, consistency and recent work and you would probably see like I know I know um I see quite a fair bit like websites, right? We 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 do do a bit of like mentoring to other creatives and other when uh, wedding business owners and we see websites that, you know, have put a lot of effort into you know, blogging and journaling and, you know, like writing about their weddings and different style weddings and giving advice from their perspective as well. And then you might see some websites that, you know, here's a film or here's like a gallery or two, um, which, you know, I I think that's, you know, (laughs) that gives you your answer there as well. Yeah, content sometimes is king. Um, And if there's some some fresh content that you're excited by and it's consistent throughout 
you know, I, I wouldn't say it needs to be consistent over years because I tell you what, my OG weddings from, you know, five, six oh, years man. ago are oh, horrible man. compared to what my stuff is now. So, you know, like, especially if you were seeing a lot of consistent work over the past year or two and you're happy with that consistency, you're happy with what you're seeing on a regular basis, you can have a lot of confidence in booking that said person. And I think that's where it comes down to. If you have a gut feeling as well that you're just like something's a bit off, like, man, trust your gut, hey, because I promise you on the lead up to your wedding, your gut will be screaming at you a whole lot more saying red flag, red flag, and you'll be really upset that you didn't listen to yourself back in the day. So there's a lot there to unpack, and I feel like we've dived pretty deep we into some rambled. of that stuff there. Uh, we <laughs> rambled. We're sorry. We said it was going to be a um, an efficient- 20-minute podcast, and here we go. 20-minute podcast, <laughs> but you let me and Tim ramble, um, and here we are, but- Guess I what, feel mate? Like that's that was important no, to talk about. It was, it was, and you know, hopefully that um, you know, that did open your eyes. And if you were affected, um, obviously Matt and I do apologise for the situation uh, that you were in, and hopefully, um, you know, like what we have said resonates, and you can make a a more informed decision uh, next time. But Matt, guess what, mate? Guess what? Please tell me something positive because I'm feeling a little bit. No, it's, it's, it's positive. It's positive. So <laughs> I, the last couple of weeks, I, I've done my first, uh, first giveaway, right? And um, you go. I have. How long have you been in business for now, and you haven't done a giveaway? <laughs> I have never done a giveaway. I've never done a giveaway, which is pretty, which is pretty crazy. But yeah, so I did a giveaway for a, an adventure session, and like this is, this is a pretty new service for me. And you know how you have your, you know, your engagement sessions. A few. Quite a few couples have asked, you know, like, do you do like an engagement session, you know, like in the form of a video, like in film? And I'm like, you know, I've been asked it so many times in the last 12 months. I'm like, you know what? Like, I think this is something I should probably like look into. So I wanted to do a bit of a giveaway, you know, to give away an adventure session. So I did that. And over the last like three weeks, I've had over 300 people enter it. And I'm like, Man, are they just seeing the value in this or do they just want a free engagement session? <laughs> Probably a just free a freebie. Session. <laughs> yeah. Probably just a freebie, but that's maybe. Right. Or maybe it's just no. your family and friends making you feel good and just commenting on it. <laughs> no, I can, I can see it. I can see it. Right. No, need to, no need to be an a-hole. Um, but yeah, which is yeah, which is pretty good. That's exciting. So, it's great. It is, it is. So that's potentially a new service that I will be offering. Um, so I feel like the uh, I feel like the adventure sessions is uh, a big in the states. Like it's a it's a it's a yeah, lot bigger sure. in the states, and there's a lot. I like the first few that I'd probably seen pop up were all from there, and I was like, oh, these are amazing. Like it's a pretty cool um, and different and very personal and unique way to do an engagement session uh, or an adventure session, as you call it. Um, because you, you don't, yeah, you don't have to be engaged reason, to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like the reason I didn't want to call it engagement session because I wanted it to be about you know about the couple and about you know an adventure that's unique to them. So like it could be you know a like epic sunset in the mountains, like looking over like Blue Mountains or a cool location, or you know it could be in the city, or you know it could be um, at the beach and going for a coffee um, somewhere. So like. It's a session that's unique to them, but I wanted to potentially like further enhance the storytelling aspect and, you know, it may be something that I include like in their wedding film. It may not be, but it's something for them to look back on and have a video of like the moments potentially before they actually got married 
And yeah, like I want to incorporate a storytelling aspect in, in the form of like a dialogue and narration as well. So yeah, some ideas are, ideas are flowing. Uh, I want to execute on them, hence why I wanted to do a giveaway. So I'll be launching um, that giveaway this week, which should be pretty interesting. So one lucky couple getting a uh, free adventure session from me. How good's that? Amazing. Maybe if you're uh, you're listening and you're like, oh, that sounds all right. Maybe uh, you can, I don't know, hit us up, find out more about Tim's in adventure sessions. Maybe you can team up. We'll do an adventure session together, photo, video. Who oh, knows? How about, come how about out that? Um, that'll be a bit fun, you know, make it happen. Maybe we'll uh, maybe one day we can do a make it epic like giveaway as like from our businesses, but like for make it epic. I don't know. Um, anyway, my mind is racing and we I'm should, rambling we again. So well, uh, yeah. that's right, Matt. Well, <laughs> it's been a it's been a great episode. Um, I think we've rambled on a bit for, for something that I think we we said was going to be a bit of a quick one, but yeah, look, it's an important one and i i think we really shine the light on you know potentially how you could elevate you know your your wedding experience by looking for vendors that align with you know exactly what you're looking for and your vision your value so in saying that let's uh let's end it there mate but if you were listening and you're like a bit feeling a bit sorry for me and tim because we've got no new reviews and we've had a few weeks off uh posting episodes or something like that this is your time to get out of your comfort zone and leave us a nice review. Say some nice things about us. Maybe this episode resonated with you or maybe you've just been enjoying listening to us ramble on each week and that's okay as well. But we would definitely love to hear from you guys. So jump over to, I think Apple uh, Podcast has probably got the best place to leave that review. So jump over there and do that. Um, otherwise, make sure you check out some of the stuff we've been bringing out recently on our Instagram and also check out our new website. We haven't spoken about that for a few weeks. So um, make sure you check that out. It's www.makeitepic.com.au. And yeah, we've been putting a bit of work into that. So we are excited. All right, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Are you sick of the plain old written guest book that you'll never, ever read again? Yeah, absolutely. I actually don't think I've seen mine since my wedding night, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I've seen mine either, which is really interesting. But imagine capturing your guest voices with a retro phone that's a bit more epic and receiving all the recordings as an online gallery. That sounds absolutely amazing. Imagine all the like different voices you'll get to uh, hear from everybody. Some of the, the drunken ones and then also grandma maybe leaving you a, a cute and romantic one as well. Sentimental voice memos from Nan and from family members. And then just imagine the boys giving you an absolute roasting. That's so good. <laughs> well, check out Off The Hawk. Use our code MIE50 and get yourself a sneaky $50 discount.